Yo. This is a nice beat. It is. Bro, shout out to David, a.k.a. Camo, the protege. Yo, welcome to the PMS podcast, the part of my sarcasm podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Williams, and I have the lovely, the beautiful DJ. Yes. The goddess Bohemian. Hey, everybody. In the studio today. Welcome to the PMS podcast, the show where my comments are often sarcastic and my opinion always matters. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's that's actually like my tagline for the show. Got you. Um, But (laughs) I'm going to give you a brief like six minutes to like introduce yourself if you want to take that long to introduce yourself to the people who are unaware of who you are. Okay. Um, well, like he said, hello, everyone. This is your girl, Goddess Boheme, A-A-A. Can you even see me? Okay, there we go. Um, it's your girl, Goddess Boheme. I am the owner of Allure Management. So I manage yeah. talent, local talent. I also put together events. I do photo shoots. I help give advice about what you should be doing with your um with your career going forward in the entertainment industry. So yes, that's pretty much who I am. I'm fun, I'm a little spicy, but all in all, I'm real chill. So nice to meet you all out there and I'm ready for this conversation, yeah. I'm ready for the conversation too, but like (laughs) part of my equipment is messing up, so y'all gonna have to hold on (laughs) so I can get this thing tight, you know? (laughs) Get it right, get it tight. Look, look, we've been working on it for a good minute, right. but you know. We've been working on it for a minute. That, that's um, But yeah, usually I have like this nice prepared outline that we do. But like for the yeah. thing that we're going to talk about today, there's really not a an outline that you need to have. Because I'm sure if you didn't watch the Oscars itself, you heard about or seen about the slap heard around the slap, world. Slap. You're in the middle of the Oscars. Um, so, yeah, for those who don't know, Chris Rock decided to get up on stage. Yes, you know, he did. Being the comedian that he is, he decided to share some unflattering words about Jada Pinkett Smith. It really Smith. Was it on that, uh, it wasn't that unflattering, though. It was. Mm. Well, it was. We'll, we'll discuss. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into a deeper discussion but like what he said was jada pickett smith yes she's a queen gi jane too (laughs) and for those who haven't seen uh, gi jane basically it was a lady who joined the military she cut her hair off and she was bald yes she was and then for those who also don't know jada pickett smith has openly talked about her battle with alopecia, which is a disease that makes people lose their hair. Yes. So it's an, it's a condition to where they have no control about their hair loss. And she has openly talked about how she is insecure about that. Even though she is a, a gorgeous woman, flawless by many people's eyes and standards, but she's openly talked about this. And Chris Rock said... What did he say? He said he he said Jada Pinkett Smith looking out for you for GI Jane too. <laughs> and then like at first the whole crowd is laughing. Ha <laughs> It's a joke or whatever. Even Will Smith laughed. He did. He did. And he laughed. 
And then I I really think as we already kind of discussed is that he looked at his wife and he saw that she didn't think right. that was really that funny. So like she she like rolled her eyes at him. Mm-hmm. And then like that's when Will caught her her expression yes. and his whole disposition changed. And so he went up on stage and he literally slapped the shit out of Chris bah, Rock. Bah. Like and then he walked back to his seat calmly, you know, whatever. Walks back to his seat, gets to his seat. He says, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. Right. I said, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. And Chris Rock just being slapped. Like, this man is just sitting there like, bruh, Will Smith just slapped your shit out of me. <laughs> like, how how am I supposed to react? Like, the All whole he crowd could say was is that that was the greatest moment in the Oscar in history. Oscar history, like, and it probably was because their ratings, as we know, was definitely boosted, boosted because everybody on situation. Twitter was talking about it. Everybody hey, was trying to get back on the Oscars to watch it. Like, bro, did I really just see what I just saw? A lot of people probably was Tebow on it, so they rewind rewound it to watch it again. Like, bro, wait, this dude pause. really who the hell in today's world still has Tebo? I don't Liter- know. Yeah. That's a great I just, question. I just had to say. Put a thumbs up in the comments if <laughs> if you still got a Tiva. <laughs> no shade, but shade. For real. There's umbrellas <laughs> over here. We got plenty of shade. Right. Um But no, like like even in that, like Chris Rock still had to try to put on a show and finish doing the nominees. Like even when he was doing the nominees, like he couldn't even get the words through he because couldn't. he was still like And he tried to he, he messed up like uh, here we're giving out the the documentations about the nominees. Yeah, like wait, what? Isn't it supposed to be the other way around, bro? Right. But like the dude had some composure after he got slapped, and he tried to continue. But like, I feel like me personally, uh-huh. Chris Rock was way out of line. Okay. Like these these are supposed to be your friends, right? And this isn't the first time that he's talked about Jada on a stage or a platform like that before. Okay. I'm not so gonna, I'm you know, like, yeah. I'm not gonna argue with that, but I'm definitely gonna dissect it from three different areas. Ooh, let's get into because it. There Actually, you know what? I'm gonna switch my my camera around so we can <laughs> see us both at the same time. Yes, uh-huh. this is us. This is yeah. us doing our thing. Let's get into it. Um, yeah. but I wanna I wanna kind of peel apart from three different aspects, okay? And so, um. Let me see. Hold up. I'll let it's you like a play part. in three different parts. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. So, obviously, we're talking about Will. Yes. We're talking about Jada. And yes. we're talking about Chris. Oh, my gosh. Yes. First of all. Um, First of all, this is a dope angle. I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, from my perspective, when it comes to the whole situation and scenario, um, my overall overview of it is that it didn't need to go that far because there's multiple ways that you can show your wife honor and you can make sure that someone else is respecting your wife. And so, of course, with all the different perceptions and perspectives that are out there, I, I really think that, especially for black people, and the seat that we are sitting in right now, we need to be encouraging each other. We need to be holding each other. And we need to be also looking from the standpoint where it is from like, okay, you're my brother. I'm holding you accountable and vice versa. 
Like, it's my job to make sure that you're elevated and you're going to elevate me. Right. Um, so when it comes to that scenario, like, I think that Will could definitely address the situation in a completely different manner. For instance, he could have simply said, oh, no, in front of everybody, now that you made that joke, I'm also going to now require you to make an apology. Right. And that still would have been something that probably would have been talked about mm-hmm. because now you're com- you're you're forcing someone else to give respect to your spouse. And I think the the other side of the perspective where it was like, well, Will actually like stood up for his life. He actually, you know, he made um other men really like realize like what it looks like to really stand up for your wife in these kind of scenarios. I think that he could have been more, what's the word that I'm really looking for? He could have calculating. Thank you. When it came to that, you know what I see our powers combined. All right. So yeah, he could have been definitely more calculating when it came to that, to where he's not putting down another black person. And then at the same time, he's elevating the situation. He's saying, okay, well, I'm not comfortable with this. But at the same time, he's like, you know what, even though I'm not comfortable with this, I'm definitely going to make you acknowledge that and then also apologize to my wife, which is ultimately finally showing respect publicly to a black woman, which is, you know, what we don't see a lot. Um, So when it comes to that, I think, you know, there's definitely things that could have happened differently. But then even from Jada's standpoint, you know, I was looking at it from her, like when it happened, I was looking at it from her standpoint, like, wow, like even though all that we went through, now I'm speaking like I'm Jada. All that we went through. Technically, you are Jade. Yes. Jada, so. <laughs> After all that we went through, like, you still, like, went up there and you, you stood up for me. You saw that I was uncomfortable with something. Right. And you know that I've been battling with something that may have been a very big insecurity of mine and you know more of what that looks like behind the scenes and so now you're going to stand up for my honor and you're going to go up there and show everybody not just the people that are in this room or chris rock who made the joke but now you're showing everybody that this is what it looks like to stand up for your wife especially when there's maybe some insecurities there while while we're talking about jada i will I was I was on Facebook deep mm. last night yes, when this happened. Yes. Um, so like, this happened on what Sunday? Yes. Yeah, Sunday. So like yesterday, I was I was I was or Sunday night really. I was talking about heavy. Like, um, somebody said like, I wish that Jada would have went up on stage with him when he did his acceptance speech. Oh. And like wow. that just had me thinking like, bro, where was Jada? Yeah. Like during all this like. Will is expected to stand up for his wife. Yeah. He's expected to protect his wife. But where is 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 Jada to protect Will's heart? Like when he's showing his emotion, where is he at? Where is she at to like hold his hand through all of this? That's true. Because even watching that acceptance speech, like that was gut wrenching. Yeah, that was, was gut wrenching. That's and why we love Will. Yes, and then to know that he did that on behalf of what we all suspected that maybe his wife was feeling right. like I think too that it would have been really important for her to stand by his for side her to stand by his side to yeah. show that they are 
you know, one united. United. <laughs> yes, they are united. <laughs> they are united front when it comes to the decision that he made as the man to stand up for her honor. But she's saying that I back you in whatever it is and I trust you yeah. and I'm here to support you. And those are things that we, you know, I think the reason, first of all, why we are, why this has produced so much conversation is because this is something that we, first of all, don't see in society right now we don't see like first of all a lot of men standing up for their woman when she feels disrespected um you know i've been in a couple of conversations today when it was specifically um what is that chat room called um you should invite me because i'm probably not invited in it yeah i definitely should and i i promise i'll give you guys the chat room but anyways Two chat rooms that I was in today was touching on the fact, and it was specifically black women talking about, like, when they have ran to a man or a significant other or whoever that it was um, to let them know that they felt disrespected and that man didn't necessarily didn't stand up. up. To exactly. <coughs> and it's, it's a conversation that, specifically in the black community, that is probably going to continue because it's something that is yet unresolved. But then to see that mm-hmm. on actual daytime TV was yet again another reminder of how much work our men and our women, our women have, have to, to exactly have I to go, have to do. <laughs> like it, it's 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 a tough it's thing. Tough. I I think the beautiful thing about what happened yesterday is that, or the beautiful that thing that happens when you see stuff like this portrayed mm-hmm. is that everybody has their opinions about things. Oh, yeah. So, like, you can say, like, I ran into a lot of people who said that Will Smith ought to be ashamed for what he did. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the face. For those people, <laughs> I say, uh, yeah, no. Um, oh, that was high school bullshit, buzzy, buzzy. No. Um. I feel like if you do some disrespectful shit in public, you need to be handled disrespectfully in public. I'm going to challenge you on that one. Yeah. Did you watch the whole Oscars, though? No, I did not. Okay. And see. See. I yeah, gonna, I, I mean. I was actually going to say, watch it, because that. It's been, look, it's been years since I've actually. I've it's that. been years since I've actually sat down and watched an award show. I watched it today. Like whether it was the Grammys, whether yeah. it's been BT Awards, Hip Hop Awards, Soul Awards, Soul Train. It's like not I haven't watched an award show in years. Let's be honest, because it's not that interesting. I it's could not. care less who's taken home an award. These are rich people right. basically competing with other rich people. So I could care less. And and that was my point. Like yeah. when when they were saying like Will Smith, that's some high school. Like, bro, the fact of the matter is. This man is a millionaire, and he still decided to do what he wanted to do. He's arguably the best actor we've ever seen on screen. Completely. And the man still won an Oscar, even though he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock that night. And then, okay, so let me tell you from my perspective, after watching that today, I was like, oh, wow. There is definitely some disrespectful jokes by other comedians. Yep. And they were pushing the limits. They yep. definitely were pushing the limits. So even when it got to Chris Rock saying what he had said, that was pretty much towards the end of the disrespectful night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's usually how award shows go. I mean, yeah. They throw shade. <laughs> shade here. <laughs> 
let's give you the like biggest thing at the end. And that's what it realistically felt like. Yeah. So I can definitely understand the perspective where people are coming from, where it's like, oh my gosh, like this whole thing was staged. Right. Speaking of that, like all shade intended for the people who thought it was staged, like you really need to take a stage combat class because that was not staged at all. No, I mean, like, if you think wait, about it, like wait. it looks staged. He He's laughing. <laughs> And then he gets up, walks all calmly. Oh, here comes Mr. Mr. Uh, King Richard. Right. To come see me. Right. Okay, what's going to happen? So, pow, bam, right in the face. And then he walks off, straightens up himself, and then walks back to his seat. And then, like, the whole crowd is watching, like, bro, what? What, the fuck what just, happened? just happened? This got to be staged. And then he starts screaming at him in the middle of what he's trying to present yeah. the next award. And then they're like, oh, this is for real. Yeah. Like, this nigga just really slapped him. He did. Probably the white folks was like, this nigga really just slapped Exactly. <laughs> and they don't even know what to do. Right. But, you know, when he went up there and he made his speech. It made his, it even more real. It really made it real. Because yeah. even though he was trying to, he did a great job. Let me Let me at least say that. He did an amazing job of keeping it on topic yes. and on par when it came to keeping um to speaking about King Richard and right. his award and the, the actors and actresses the that producers he worked with and, and the, the producers you know what I mean back to the team like bringing it back to the, the team award, yeah. how they won the award but yeah. there was that thin line where it was like he was actually talking about himself about protecting his family yeah he's like and what he a part of a portion of what he said in the in his acceptance speech was like loves make makes you do crazy things yeah and he, he also said like I apologize to the academy um I but I, I noticed back. I, I noticed <laughs> I noticed that in his speech he did not apologize to Chris Rock no he didn't he apologized to the people who were watching at home yep. he apologized to the other members of the academy he apologized to the academy and he went on and apologized to the people who made an amazing movie. I haven't seen it. I need to go watch it. But same, um, same, right? So we'll like watch it together, hey. <laughs> so like in in that, like he showed genuine remorse because the people who were upset are ultimately the people who go out to see his movie, mm. right? Even though Chris Rock felt physical pain, the ones who felt who who were like undershown were like the cast of the movie. Right. Because so like they kind of took it back. Yeah. yeah, they were no longer in, in the spotlight yep. because of a great movie that they made. They were be like behind the scenes or whatever. Yep. But like the thing that I was looking at more so was the fact that even in that he was like, well, I hope you guys invite me back to another Academy Awards because that's not who I want to show myself as being of course not right and as long as he continues doing movies that man will should be re be he should always back. be invited because Let's he's just will be real. smith he is definitely will smith and That's nobody like is on that level of professionalism right no one is on that level of even acting maybe like maybe denzel maybe i right. just don't but let me let me just share my two cents i don't Ooh, think yes. that denzel is that versatile he is not that versatile. Like, he's a great actor, but Will Smith 
can be put in any other role, as we have seen from Wild Wild West to Men in Black to what's that other one? Um, Hancock. Hancock. Hitch. Hitch. To what? What? I don't even remember his name in the uh, AI. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Whatever his name was. Thank you. Yeah. He has definitely, like, it's not the same character. Occasion, like the one character that I remember, obviously that stands out for Denzel. Somebody blowing up her phone again. Yeah. I'm just saying. We're not gonna talk about that, but anyway. She popular. <laughs> I'm just saying the one role that really stands out that was dramatically different from anything that I've ever seen Denzel in was what? Go ahead and say it. You know it's on the tip of your tongue. Go ahead and say it. Training day. Exactly. Yeah. So when it comes to. Will Smith, I don't think that there is another black male actor that is that versatile. You know, versatile. Yeah. And, you know. Because he, he did a couple, man, like one of my favorite movies that he did, like a lot of people really didn't like, was like Seven Pounds. That movie was phenomenal. That, like, I was my struggling. Heart. I was my I was heart. struggling that whole movie to find out what was going on. Did until you cry? about Wait. the last 30 minutes? And I was like. This man is hitting up all these other people so he can give his organs to. Like, what? Did you cry, though? I sure enough did. I knew it. And then when I watched The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, my God. I said, bruh, this man. When they were in the freaking. The the bathroom, the public bathroom. In the train station, And he was afraid of. Yeah. The thing that really tore out my heart was when he was literally trying to get this, this thing to work. And his wife was tearing him down. And he was still trying to make it work, trying to take care of their son. That level and like, of emotion. And then when he finally, like, like he put the Rubik's Cube together and, like, whatever. And then, like, he started doing an intern. And they wasn't paying him, but he was still trying to make all this stuff work. Like, it just really shows, like, what the black man has to go through. Of course. And, like, Will Smith played that part. So when he finally did get the job and he was getting paid what he should be getting paid and he went outside, he was like, had to hold it, choking up. Had to hold them. And then he went outside. And, he went <laughs> and was crying. I was like, over I'm there. Telling I, you. I, I kid you not. I was in the movie theater looking up at the ceiling. Like, is there dust? In it? Yeah. Here? But I'm saying those great yeah. actors are the ones that are able, you know, that have the ability for us to sit down and watch them. You're not typecast. And then exactly, and then pull that emotion out of us from just watching what that storyline is and will smith hands down he's consistent and i think (sighs) anything when we talk about specifically his acting it's very consistent and then i don't know because we didn't talk about this yet but (laughs) shut up (laughs) but when we talk about um will smith in his youtube with jay shetty and when (sighs) he starts talking about his perspective about things regarding religion and spirituality like when i had watched that even like well before this whole situation um i was realizing like wow like he's in tune to some other spaces that other people aren't in tune or inclined to be in exactly so then remembering what i had heard him talking about and watching how he was expressing himself and then going to this situation, there was no doubt in my mind that he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, he's calculating. He's very calculating. Like, 
I can lose it all, but at yeah. the same, what it felt like is like he was saying, I can lose this all, and at the same time, defend my family. Right. I want, at the end of the day, I have finally realized that it is my family yeah. that matters. And unfortunately, in this world that we live in, people like, don't come to that realization. Or when they do come to that realization, it's too late. It is, your, your family is gone. Yeah. And yeah. When we talk about the importance of family, like, he he touched on it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I feel, of course, you know, he could have went a little bit more in depth when it came to it. But when it comes to family, like, that's not necessarily your, your genetic makeup, but that's ultimately your identity. Yeah, your legacy. Your legacy. Yeah. And when you make the decision to do anything, it obviously impacts your family. Right. Right. I want to get into some of these comments that I've I've pulled up on Facebook. Like somebody said, I'm not going to say their name, even though I could, but I'm not going to because <laughs> don't be messy. This is my get damn show. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody <laughs> said, "Will broke. He's going through a lot. The question is not was he wrong. The question is what's wrong with Will, and I pray he's getting help." Mm. And my response to that was, respectfully, I would disagree. Okay. I don't think anything is wrong with Will. I actually don't think he even broke. Uh, I feel like he's heard Chris talk about his wife a few times on stage, platform like the Oscars before the, in the past. I think if you also take into consideration the fact that Jada's insecure about having alopecia and the fact that Chris made an insensitive joke about something that she can has no control over, mm -hmm. just adds fuel to the fire. At first, Will laughed, but when he saw his wife's expression, that's when he took action. Mm -hmm. Like it, it. A lot of people want to point out the fact that. Will was also laughing. Yeah, he did. He did because he thought it was a funny joke. And then he looked over and then realized what would happen and realized how insensitive it was. And he probably honestly laughed to keep from crying. But if you realize like what he even said in his acceptance speech when he got that award, it was more so like he understood that being a celebrity you always have to wear what I would call that mask. A mask, yes. And he was like, I'm tired of basically wearing that mask. And uh, some, some, somebody else said, like, you got to handle that backstage or you got to handle that uh, when nobody's looking. Like, honestly, the dude is a celebrity. He can't go anywhere be beyond the doors of his own house without being seen by somebody, by some form of media who will report about what they see Will Smith doing. It doesn't matter where this man goes. Right. If he goes anywhere and he handles the situation with Chris Rock on a different notice, it would have came out later anyways. Okay. So let's take it like let's take it a step further and mm. let's get away from the celebrity aspect I like of this. it. <laughs> let's take it from the celebrity aspect of it because again, that's where it keeps us divided, right? Yes. Because we're not celebrities people, but hey. I wish Catch me on a good day. And right. uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Wait <laughs> uh, till um, I get my hair cut. Shout it. <laughs> New weave over here, baby. Hey. All right. So um, let's take the celebrity aspect out of it. And right. let's just speak from a standpoint where it's man and woman um, versus another man. And when it comes down to that, it's like when we talk about the level of respect, like, for us to really define what that looks like and be tired of trying to define what that looks like and people not hearing us, then what do you do? 
you have your breaking point. Like, even though I think he was definitely in his right mind, if I was, you know, this is me and you, you're my man and I'm your woman and we're out here fighting all the haters, it gets tiring. Yes. It definitely gets tiring of defending, one, our relationship because we know what those two actually went through like a year or two ago and defending like a lot of things that were brought to the light out of their relationship. But yeah. at the same time, when it comes down to it, it's then them working on what they had to fix in their relationship and developing that mutual respect for each other. And I felt like Will finally understood maybe what Jada was saying that she he understood lacked. the assignment. He un finally understood the assignment. Yeah. And he was able to then what he felt like was delivering those, you know, things that she needed um to be protected. Without her asking for Without it. Without her asking for it. She felt protected. She felt seen. She felt heard. Even though maybe she didn't say anything to him. Yeah. But overall as a woman, I know in a relationship, in a marriage, I want to feel protected. And and that's the bottom line. Like, that's that's what I feel the bottom line is. At the end of the day, Will protected his wife. He didn't, like, if you think about it, if you go out and, like, take away all the celebrity status, like you said. Yeah. Like, if you're in a public setting and somebody says something about your wife, you mean to tell me that you want to went up and slap the shit out of him too? We got some cowards out here that are husbands. Let's just nah, be honest. I'm nah, just shoddy. saying. Nah, There's some shoddy. weenies out here. Nah, shoddy. <laughs> like, you say something disrespectful about mines, it's up. Oh, okay. All right. It's up. Oh, hands I ain't, on I ain't, deck. I ain't, I, ain't got, I ain't got no shoddy, but it's up. It's By up. By the way, yeah, hit my man for a date. Let me know if you looking because... I'll hook it up, but go ahead. Sorry. Hey, you got to wait till I get my haircut first, then I'm going to look more presentable. <laughs> you're good, you know you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, um, but even after all that, like, there's there's not too many people who's going to say something about another man's partner, like, out in a public setting and not expect to be dealt with. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean. A, a lot of people are saying, oh, it, it set black people back because it was on TV. Who cares? This this man is Will Smith. Like, if the man decided to do another movie today, and it dropped today, we would still go watch that movie because it's Will freaking Smith. Right, but let's go back to the fact that there was a <coughs> lot of disrespectful, borderline disrespectful jokes that were made throughout the whole event. And but they came. didn't get slapped, though. They didn't get slapped. Everybody was kind of pushed to the limit. Somebody kind of, you know, some... Some celebrities smirked at the jokes that were being made and things yeah. of that nature. But again, this is after. Like, I literally watched it, and the joke that Chris Rock made and when he was on stage presenting that award was probably about an hour and a half, if not almost damn near two hours into the show. So there was damn. a lot of disrespect, if we want to call it that, damn. that was taking place prior to that moment, mm. and Will and Jada had a front seat to that situation. So, people, just let, let's not get it twisted. Like, 
I love me some Will Smith. I damn sure love me some Goddess Jada. But when it comes down to it, I definitely can see it from the other side. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that, of course, things could have been dealt with in a different manner. Like, Will would have showed his masculine energy in a different light and command or like basically made Chris Rock apologize in front of like everybody, all these different viewers and everybody that was there in the physical manner um, apologized to his wife because that also would have sent a very big message compared to the slap. And and by the way, I'm, I'm going to get into the apologies of both Will Smith and Chris Rock yes, later go on. Ahead. Um, yeah. But this particular thing, I want to read this first. Um, it says to the black folks saying Jada is a narcissist and Will is abused by her. Oh, wow. And yeah. finally popped uh, and he finally popped off because of her. Have you considered maybe it's you mm. that maybe he's tired of defending himself and his family from you? that maybe the black community has been in a narcissistic in a narcissistic relationship with the Smiths. You loved bomb them and put them on a pedestal in the beginning. You shared memes as if they were perfect beyond a reproach, flawless, the quintessential black love. They were mentioned in songs and bright on shows. You paraded them through your, our timelines. Then they had the perfect children, a boy and a girl named after each other. Mm -hmm. uh, how perfect at some point, it came to light that August Alcina and Jada Smith, Pinkett Smith, were in a relationship while married to Will. You felt betrayed. Drag Jada for defiling your much-needed holy grail of an image. Mm -hmm. How dare Jada cheat on Will and destabilize the whole black community? You devalued her and, by extension, Will. Soon, it was Will can't keep his woman in check. New information came out about that challenged your truth and ideas about the relationship. The Smiths have an open marriage, and not only did Will know about this relationship, he too had many relationships. Will Smith says there has never been infidelity in their marriage. There has never been infidelity in their marriage, meaning, in layman's terms, no one cheated on the other. But... That's, that, not th that's not it. That's not it. Hold on. Let me finish. I was about to say. And uh, their marriage. <laughs> you don't accept this. You cannot hold that they are in an open relationship and instead start to project your beliefs onto them. You simultaneously devalue the children of their sexual fluidity. Challenges of gender norms, music, music choices, style of dress, and non-Christian spirituality. Eventually, you discard the Smiths for not correcting or restoring the image that you desperately need to cover your shame and feelings of hopelessness, rewarding them only for when they come into toxic compliance with what you believe monogamous black love parenting and life should look like. Maybe it's you. Maybe you are the face that Will couldn't touch. Maybe we should mind our own gat damn business. Let them live. And I 100% agree. I mean, because realistically speaking, is it? it's not our relationship. It is not our relationship. It's really none of our business. And the only reason why we know about this is because it was broadcasted on TV. No, 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 no. It's It's... It's not that it was broadcast on TV. It's because they decided as a couple to share some light on what was going on oh, yes. in their situation. That's true. So, like, a lot of people who say that Jada cheated on Will with 
August Alcina, that's not true because there was no infidelity. Mm-hmm. Because they're in a what? Open relationship. And that's hard for people to swallow. Like, how do you even define an open relationship? Oh my gosh, you're sleeping with other people? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What's going to happen? I'm definitely going to say, like, it's not necessarily for me. Right. But, you know, right. I'm not down for the sharing, but. You know, for other people, like, especially <laughs> as many years as they've been together, like, they figured out, like, hey, this is how we can stay together and this is how it can work. Right. Not to say that that might not be in my future, but I'm just saying, like. But at the end of the day, what happens in somebody's relationship, the only thing that matters or should matter is what matters to them, the two people that are in that relationship. Mm-hmm. That's it. If they feel that what happened in that relationship is strong enough to last, let it last. Who are we to condemn them? Like We're nobodies. We don't need, like, our opinions literally don't matter. You you think that Will Smith and Jada and Algas Alcina are, like, sitting there on Twitter or Facebook reading all these messages we write about no, them? No, they're going on to collect more millions, okay, while we are still stuck with our opinions. Exactly. <laughs> So when it comes down to it, like, none of it matters. But at the same time, for it to be, I guess, such an impact in specifically our community, I'm just saying, like, you know, of course it could have been dealt with differently, but it wasn't. And because it wasn't, this is a lesson for all men and women. One woman, back up your man if he's truly supporting you, if he truly sees you, and... You truly think that you have a writer? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And then for men, like, don't be a coward. When your woman feels disrespected, like, stand up. up. Protect her. Stand up. I think especially in 2022 when it comes down to it, that's what we're lacking. It's, It's a lot of people, like, who don't sit up and stand up and protect their woman that made people like Kevin Samuels famous. Oh my God. We're not even going to... Kevin that's Samuel a whole, is a whole nother... That's a whole nother podcast topic yes. right there in itself. Will and Jada, back to y'all. All right, so, Brent Seeley, what's up, Seeley? Uh, <laughs> so, wait. Wait a minute. You're a public figure, and you put your business out there <laughs> and don't expect society to comment? Just a question. That's a great question, actually. It's It's not that people don't have a right to comment it's they don't they're not in the relationship so like yes they can comment but their opinions shouldn't matter Matter. to the people who are in that relationship right so like because they chose to come together as a family and put this information out there that's the only information out there that people know about the situation because they are the ones who decided to put that information out there in the first place. Right. And being a public figure, I think, like, when when the F do you get tired of being a public figure? I mean, like, let's be real. I get tired of wearing the mask when I have to show up to work. I get tired of showing up to work. <laughs> <laughs> so I get tired, like, damn, when do I get a moment to just be me? Right. And sometimes we have those moments where it's like, fuck it, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go for it. And you don't even think of the repercussions, but yes, they have been years in the game. They are both public figures, especially more so him. But at the same time, like, they're humans too. So not saying like, oh, like, you know, give him a little bit of leeway because he is human or whatever. Do what you want. But when it comes down to it, 
we all do what the hell we want to, regardless of whatever hat we decide to wear, we are still human and we make mistakes. What was that? (laughs) You mean to tell me that celebrities are are humans? Yes. Wait, what? We own them, right? Wait, hold on one more time. Oh, my God. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes. Celebrities, I'm going to say it again. Celebrities are humans, okay? They are in it to make the money, but at the same time, they get the opportunity to make mistakes. And I don't understand why people think that because these people have chosen to be in the field of work that they are in, that they don't get the opportunity to make mistakes. They don't have it figured out. They don't have it figured out. Facts. We don't have it figured out. Facts. We are all just here living day to day, trying to figure out what is the best course of action with the least amount of resistance to get the most amount of money at this point. You feel me? So it's just, it's, it sucks that, you know, that we're having this conversation about, someone as influential as Will Smith and as powerful as Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, but at the same time, it, it uh, for myself, when I'm looking at the situation, I definitely looked, because of the situation, it made me apply some different thought processes to my own relationship. So it's been interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get in, into it real quick about um, Will Smith's uh, apology. Okay. Okay. Uh, he says violence in all its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes are jokes at my expense are part of my job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed. I am embarrassed. And my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees, and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior was stained or has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am the work in progress. Sincerely, Will. That was beautiful, brother. Okay, what are your thoughts on that? That was absolutely beautiful. Okay. Like, it's it's one thing to do something that was wrong, right? Or do something that you feel like you were protecting your wife or standing up for someone you loved in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And it's another thing to be able to come back later after realizing what you did and being a man and apologizing to someone. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like, yes, I I was with Will when he, when he slapped Chris Rock, and I'm still with Will as he apologized to him. Okay. Like, I can, like me, for instance, I know it's not about me, This even though this is my show. Oh like, <laughs> like, when I'm, when I'm petty to someone, mm-hmm. it's, it's unprovoked. I feel like you have to provoke me and, for me to get to be petty towards you, right? Mm-hmm. But then I can still go back and be like, "Yo, I'm I'm sorry because like you got me to a point to where I was petty, right? But like that's not who I am as a person, right. and I still want to move forward with you. But in that moment, I I I had to be petty because I felt I had no other recourse. So I'm gonna tell you the honest to tr- 
honest to God truth, is I was a little confused as to why the slap was, like, the first course of action. Like I've been saying, like, I think that he could have done something else in order to make an impact and, like, defend his wife's honor. But I just don't have much information as to what their history has been as far as, like, what Chris Rock has maybe been saying in the media about Jada Pinkett Smith or specifically their relationship or even Will Smith. I'm just not well versed in that too much. So then when the slap happened, I was like, damn, that's a little excessive, you know, like Mm. unless somebody's like really disrespecting you, that's Mm. at least from my standpoint, like, you know, er, haters are going to talk. Let's be real. We already know. Haters are going to talk. They're going to say what they're going to say. Haters going to hate. Haters going to hate. Love is going to love. <laughs> you crazy. I don't even want none of the above. <laughs> I'm kidding. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Haters are going to hate. And so they're going to say what they're going to say. And you keep it moving. That's what a lot of us have been taught is to keep it moving, especially a person in the public. I know public. you didn't just say especially on my show. I did. I, <laughs> shut up. I did. Anyways, especially when it comes to, like, the level of celebrity we're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're not new to haters. They're not new to criticism. They're not new to not being somebody's favorite. So when it comes to them being the butt of somebody's joke, They have already been there and done that. And something as, I don't want to, you know, minimize it. You know, your girl's here wearing a little bit of weave today. But um, when it comes to something as sensitive as losing hair and alopecia and maybe what Jada emotionally has gone through in that process that Will is more aware of, I just don't think that that slap was necessarily warranted unless there's more of a backstory that a lot of us maybe are not aware of. So I mm-hmm. say that to ask, are you aware mm-hmm. of maybe some previous jokes that Chris Rock has had or commentary that he has offered in regards to Jada, Jada Pinkett and Will Smith? In their relationship or them in general? Yes. Okay. He okay. he he has made jokes on previous occasions, mm-hmm. but I'm not exactly sure what he directly said. Damn it! I mean, you gotta I'm, be quicker I, with them I Twitter wish, fingers. I bro. wish I knew. Like I'm over here trying to look it up. You gotta be quicker with like, them Twitter fingers. I wish I had some <laughs> like you know a team who could look this information up for me. <laughs> That's maybe in the future, but like we getting there. Yeah, um, I'm actually looking on on his Twitter right now, Chris Rock's Twitter, for his his apology that he made, but like I can't find it. Mm. I read it somewhere. Mm. I mean, I know he apologized, or he he apologized to Jada. I know. Like basically, he said that he was out of pocket. He should have never. Ugh, I hate paraphrasing, but he basically should have never went that route. Um, oh, I I found it. Okay. okay. He says, as a comedian, it can be difficult to understand which lines are to be crossed and which ones aren't. Mm -hmm. Last night, I crossed a line that I shouldn't have and paid the enormous price of my reputation as a renowned renowned comedian. Um, Comedy is never about poking fun or 
uh, poking fun at or making light of people with major ordeals happening in their lives. Comedy is about using real-life circumstances to create laughter and bring light to an otherwise dark world. With that said, I sincerely apologize to my friends Jada Pickett-Smith, Will Smith, and the rest of the Smith family for the disrespect and disregard I displayed, which was unfortunately broadcast for the world to see. I hope that with time, forgiveness can come of this situation and we can all be better, more con- uh, we can be we can all be better, more considerate people in the end, Chris Rock. And what do you think? Do you think he was in the wrong? I know he was in the wrong. Because he made a joke about Jada being in it was it was it was ill favored. Yeah. It was ill favored. Mm-hmm. Like, for, how do I explain it? Um, say, for instance, like me, I have I have a little bit of belly, right? Because I like to eat, you know what I'm saying? I like to eat. Okay. And I don't necessarily work, work out. If somebody was to come up to me and be like, bruh, are you pregnant? Oh, my God. I mean, I do look like I'm in my second trimester, though. Shut up. No, you do not. You look good. Stop it. Look. The way you sit and it's not helping the situation. You you see that? I can make the little heart thing that they do for the pregnancy pictures. Stop playing with me. (laughs) Stop stop playing with me. Like, I'm doing the pose right now, bro. You're such a a freaking nut. The heart on on the belly? Yeah. I can't. I look like I'm in my second trimester. But, like... (laughs) If I was to say that to somebody who were like, or to even make a comment to somebody who's who's been battling with their weight, or wow. and they and then say something like, "Oh, you look like you need to eat something," or you know what I'm saying? Like it's insensitive because of the battle that they went through to get to a place that they are now to be comfortable enough to to show to the world what they look like, like. To me, that was Jada, because Jada wasn't comfortable with, like, even though she's a gorgeous woman, she hasn't had hair for, like, a lot of hair a long period of time. Yeah. Like, we all looked at her like a beautiful woman, because she is a beautiful woman. But her, herself, has insecurities about it. Yep. Like, it doesn't matter what other people say, how beautiful or gorgeous somebody looks. If they don't feel beautiful or gorgeous, it really doesn't matter. So, I don't know, did you get a chance to look up, like, when Jada actually decided to release to the world, like, her natural state, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was looking up some of that information okay, today. Okay, you some background. Sure, be prepared. Okay. Um, but I actually found that, which was one of, like, the biggest moments that she had has had in her life, is that her daughter convinced her to basically bear her most natural self to the world. I can't. I can't. I, I can't just, I just have to do that. Love you so well. I literally Baby, can't. are you coming for the wrong? <laughs> so, I don't. Baby, are you coming for the wrong? I'm so over him. Sorry, my bad. But anyway, <laughs> so when it came down to her actual. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Do you see this face? I'm done. I'm so I'm over dead. it. I'm done. I'm so over his I'm ass. Probably. But anyways, so when it came down to it, um, Jada, obviously, in order for her child to convince her to bear her most natural self, she obviously was displaying some insecurities, some hurt, some different types of emotions that we 
probably would never be able to understand because we weren't put in that situation. Like that was a very vulnerable moment for her Mm -hmm. to actually come out and share that with other people, the world, the world at that, like the world, let's like put emphasis on that. And then for her to be so vocal about what it is that she's going through, like she's sharing this part of her world with everyone. So no one will really have to ask questions. And then to be, then to turn around and have someone poke fun at, at it, I totally get, again, from her standpoint, where she was coming from, where she made that face, like, that shit ain't funny. Right. Like, that shit is not funny. It's not. But then when you come to Will, like, yeah, he's kikiing it up. In that same sense, when he had said his acceptance speech, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, we have to wear the mask and we're always smiling and we're always laughing and all of to that. To laugh to keep him crying. Exactly. Yeah. And... He knows what his wife went through. Yeah. And then when he saw her face, that just made it more of a reality. So then in that moment, it was like he had to take off that mask. I got to do something. Exactly. Got to do something to defend my wife's honor. And then Chris Rock, he's like, oh, shit, I was just reading the teleprompter. Here comes King Richard. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? And then smack, smack. Bam. Here I am, all up in your face. Yeah. Now what you going to do? What's up? For real. What's up? And I, I basically gave you a gentleman bitch slap, and I went back to my seat, and... I didn't even look over my shoulder as I'm walking back. No, because I know you ass ain't going to do nothing. I'm a, I'm still handle you if you came after me. Facts. But then, what's crazy is that, you know, when we go back and we look at the steals, because, of course, the steals of the video is now out there, it looks like Chris braced himself for the slap. Yeah. It looks like even after the slap, he wanted... He balled up his fist and he wanted to you know punch will but at the same time none of that matters i think the biggest conversation is for men to defend their women when they feel disrespected and then for women once your man has defended you what does that look like for you to then back up your man to show him i appreciate what you did for me like we say, it, get say it louder for the people. <laughs> we get so blindsided about the celebrityism when it comes to shit like this. Excuse my language. I don't even know if I'm allowed to cuss on this Ma'am, podcast. You heard me cussing and shit oh, you on my me? show. Okay, okay. So I'm just saying, like, when it comes to this kind of shit, like, are we even allowed to have that conversation? Like, let's get away from the celebrityism of it and let's talk about how a man and a woman really deal with each other. Like, we have been dealing with each other on a basis of disrespect for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And it has yet to be seen until recently, like what it is, not necessarily this situation is a great example, but it is an example of what it is for, what it looks like for a man to stand up for his woman. I'm going to ask you a question that, um, that Celie asked on, on, on Facebook. Yeah. He says another question. Okay. Can you hold someone accountable for not having knowledge of a situation. And did Mr. Rock have knowledge of Mrs. Smith's medical condition? Let me say, no, you can't hold somebody accountable for not having information. Wait, I'm just saying, no, you can't hold somebody accountable if they were not aware. However, when it comes to Chris Rock and how vocal Jada has been about her situation. And you guys are supposed to be friends. And you guys are supposed to be friends. So when it comes how down. How do you not know? How do you not know? 
because she's been very vocal about it. Like, even when the situation, you know, I tried to play like I didn't know what happened and somebody else was trying to bring it to my attention and I'm listening to how they're describing it. And I was like, well, you know, Jada has actually come out and said something about her hair loss. Yep. I remember that, even though I didn't remember it being specifically alopecia. Yep. I remember myself, and I'm not really like an avid follower of her, her of hers. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, like, come on. I th- I think if you look at this, like, a lot of people wouldn't know what alopecia was. If it wasn't for people like Jada. Wait, can we can we even shine some light just for the peanut gallery as yeah. to like really yeah, like I'm my own research crew right now. <laughs> I need a team. As to really to like this. what alopecia is. Like yeah, <laughs> let's do yeah, that. Because yeah, yeah. let's just educate people from the top to the bottom, from yeah, the left yeah. to the right. Like I, I like how you think because we like, uh, there we go. And Boom. when our powers combine. Right. I am clapping <laughs> the planet. Right. Love you. You're funny. Right. Yes, we got this. I like this. <laughs> you, 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 keep me on my toes here. For real. Even though I gotta do all the research and stuff. Whatever. Honestly. That's just because I don't got my own laptop yet. <laughs> yet. That part. Uh, so alopecia is the partial or complete absence of hair from areas of the body where it normally grows. Yes. Baldness. That's the direct <sighs> definition. Of and alopecia. as a woman, let me say, like, I have thin hair. I'll be honest. I have thin hair, and I try to rock it well. I have tried. She does. She does. Look her up on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. Plug, plug, plug. You know what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> Goddess Boheme, or actually, you know, Ambitious <laughs> Goddess Jade. No, nah, she Holla. got some underscores under there, bro. Yeah, there's some underscores, but yeah, see if you can find me. But anyways, <laughs> so throughout the years, I have, from a very young child all the way up to adulthood, I have wore weave. And as a black woman, it's, you know, so empowering to, you know, have people look at you like, oh, my God, I love your hair, but actually it's probably not yours or whatever. And so when it comes to your natural hair, specifically mine, like my hair is thin. I have wore a lot of different styles, very tight styles that have taken out hair, and it's been really tough to kind of grow it back in some spots. And so, you know, on my Instagram, you'll probably see that I go in between wearing natural styles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Going in between wearing natural styles, but then also wearing weave. And so... She pulls it off either way. Yes, I do. I try. Um, but to be honest, it took me a very long time to be comfortable in wearing my natural hair because my hair was thin. I think in today's society, people need to go back and listen to India Ari's song. I, I am, am not my, my hair. hair. Mm. Yes. But society. Yeah. Society. Yeah. At least as a black woman, we feel like, you know, society is not accepting of the different style, uh, not styles, but different grade of our hair. They don't have to. It, yeah, but. They don't have to. Such a t- it's not for them. It's not. Don't touch it. Don't look at it. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do what I got to do. I got me a baby you fro. Do what you I do. got braids. I got whatever. And right. but. But let's be real, you know, like everybody is so, you know, fixated on the on that specific look. I'm not going to necessarily call out what that look is, right. but we know what it is. And for black women, our hair is a very sensitive subject, Preach. very sensitive subject. And so even for Chris Rock, wait, 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 as I'm talking, didn't he do? Hold on. Now I'm getting he, aggressive. He did. Now I'm getting he aggressive. He did. 
He did a yes. freaking movie. Yes. What was it called? Good hair. Done. Done. Yeah. I'm done. Not not to mention that when you type up alopecia on Google, guess whose picture pops up? Shut the hell up. I'll give you one guess. <laughs> Go ahead and guess. Chris Rock. No. Jada Pinkett. Yes. Shit. That was two guesses, but you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. This is my show. I make the rules. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like literally when you type in alopecia on Google, Jada Pickett's picture shows up. So there's not, I don't believe if, if anybody knows how to spell the word alopecia, it's A-L-O-P-E-C-I-A. If you type that in on Google, <laughs> you scroll down. You are going to see a beautiful picture of Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. So. So there's no way you could not know that she has alopecia. Right. So we talked about a couple of different things tonight. We talked about like Chris Rock. Come on, Segway. Come on, Segway. <laughs> Come on, Segway. <laughs> we talked about Chris Rock knowing and not knowing the situation with Jada Pinkett, but then also him knowing about the battle with what black women have felt with their hair. And in this society, we talked about Will being a husband and defending his wife's honor, laughing and then seeing that she actually was not satisfied with the joke. Or, yeah, I mean, like, who's really satisfied with these jokes when they're pointed at you? But that she didn't think that it was, like, a, a comical moment. And then he went up there to defend her honor. And then we also talked about Jada Pinkett and maybe the things that she was going through emotionally, mentally, um, when it comes to, you know, her sharing her insecurity with the world and the world really embracing something that she is going through, but then to have it turned around to where she is now the butt of somebody's joke. So we've touched on a lot of topics oh, yeah, here we did. when it comes to this scenario. And I think at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, men, stand up for your woman. Yeah. Don't be a coward. Stand up for your woman. As soon as she lets you know that she wasn't comfortable with that, because sometimes, you know, you guys are on two different spectrums of what that scenario may be. Stand up for your woman if she says, hey, I'm uncomfortable with that. This is this is even more <laughs> a reason why he shouldn't have said what he said, because like what you find. And oh God. the reason behind the movie Good Hair, okay. it says. 2009's Good Hair was prompted by Rock's daughter approaching him and asking Daddy, how come I don't have good hair? I wish there was, like, you could have threw some extra sound effects in that that moment because um, that was powerful. That was easy. <laughs> you know, but it's just, like, like, for somebody to, like, try to instill in his daughter and then make a movie about it, and then have some of another a black woman be and the butt of your joke, and then have a friend, a friend, friend, a friend, friend. I don't know if you guys can see that, but <laughs> that's me throwing up air quotes. But for a friend to make fun of another friend, who is basically suffering, the poster child of alopecia, pretty much. Yep, because that's what you just saw. And you you make a joke about her. 
even though you didn't directly say her name as, yes, I'm making fun of you for having a bald head. Like, you basically said that without saying that. By comparing her to someone else who is bald in a movie. So what do you do with that? How do you move forward? You fight. (laughs) 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 And that's exactly what Will Smith did. He went up there and he protected his woman. You crazy. You crazy. That's what he did. I mean, he did, but at the same time. There's all you know what? There's always different outcomes. When people show you who they are. There, <laughs> there's definitely Believe always them. different options and outcomes to a scenario. And we as humans get the opportunity to choose which scenario we want to kind of ride out with. Not only that, but to go deeper into that, not just we as people, we as spectators. Yeah. Choose which side we want to be on. Like right. ever since it happened, people can't stop talking about it. I'm talking about it right now and it happened two days ago. And I may be late on the podcast thing, but whatever. I'm talking about it now. So that's why it's relevant. Because I decided to do a podcast about it. Anyways, <laughs> the point of it is because an action like that happened and it was seen by millions and millions and maybe even billions of people, like we're able to talk about it. Oh, he should have did this. He should have did this. He should have did that. He shouldn't have done that. Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter because it's in the past. He did it. That's that. Mm-hmm. That's the way he chose to go about the situation. Yeah. Who were we to say that, you know, of course we are who we are to say that, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because the action already occurred. Right. So. Moving forward, we can talk about what we can what we can do to like stop stuff like that but like either way we need to not be insensitive about things that we should know about that's very true or how about we just stop making folks making jokes about people that's never gonna happen of Let's course because i'm gonna I'm fire somebody up oh bitch. my god fire. fire them up i'm just saying that overall when it comes down to it like joe's ain't never gonna stop people are never gonna be insensitive it's going to continue to be this thing. And so either one, the world stops being so sensitive, or two, when it comes down to it, we need to just shut people up like, hey, don't talk about me. I like that idea. What is that? I'm going to heart that. What is that? Uh, Share. He said, just a suggestion battle. Do a show. And spousal abused where, uh, where men are victims and the lack of society and lawmakers have positive influence on the situation. You know what? I heard something about Will basically being um, in a toxic relationship or a toxic marriage with Jada. That's one of the things that we didn't talk on. Like talk about. Who, who are we to say that their relationship is toxic? Who said that their relationship is toxic? You know, I tried to get into a conversation recently about what toxicity is from the male and female side, and it was it was very interesting. It actually ended up in an argument. So but maybe you might just have to talk about Shut up. <laughs> Look, I'm not toxic. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I probably have some toxic traits. I'm not going to be. We're all toxic. We're all just toxic. I'm just the first to toxic. <laughs> yes. So when it comes down to it, it's like, you know, who's the judge, like you said, their relationship and what it is that they do, and that Jada's toxic that because she basically looked over at Will like, you know, I think one of the memes out there is like, oh, you want me to cheat on you again? And she cut her eyes at him, yeah. and then he was like, oh, fuck no, I'm about to get up and 
handle this. Handle this. You get what I'm saying? Did I do it well enough? Right. Did I slap them hard enough? And she was like, yep. And then what even made it worse is I think her commentary that has been documented after the fact, it, God, but it, her, excuse me, what did she say, though? Her response to Chris Rock. There we go. Her response to Chris Rock's apology was, I'm here for it. There we go. That's what it was. Yeah. So I'm here you, for it. I, because when I heard that, I mm-hmm. was just like, oh, first thought was like, oh, she she was here for all of this drama that, that spanned out after the fact. That's one perception of it. That is definitely one perception of it. So what was your perception? I'm, I'm definitely interested. Another perception of it is she's here for, like, the po- reconciliation. Apology. Oh, that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because because her comment is so vague, you it's, you it's really up know. for interpretation for people like us to determine what she meant. But the only pe- person who knows what she meant is her. Is her. Mm-hmm. It's for people like us to try to dissect what she said. Yeah. Doesn't It doesn't matter the fact that, like, what she posted on social media is, was for us to see. But the only people who know what actually went down is, like, because... Her, Chris Rock, and Will could have talked about it on the phone or in person. Yeah. But we don't know that because they put out what they want us to see. Of course, they control the narrative even more. Yeah. Like that's why. So like with <laughs> even with her putting out a comment like "I'm here for it," like that doesn't that doesn't say too much, but it says a lot. It says a lot, and it says a lot for us to like dissect, like you said. And try to interpret what it is that she meant. What she meant. And there's like so many different interpretations and perceptions when it comes to one, this situation, and then also her comment and everyone else's apology and their chime, you know, them chiming in about it. But I'm just like. I'm going to ask you a question. How much time you got tonight? I got a lot. All right, bet. So, um, <laughs> boom. So we're gonna I'm do here an- with you. We're going to do another podcast tonight. Word. Like, after this episode is over, we're going to record another podcast. And we going in. Facts. Yes. Facts. Yes. I might even do this one on Instagram live. Oh. Oh, shit. Look, yeah. I done made it, y'all. God is well, done made it. I mean, you know, <laughs> she made it herself. <laughs> she got through the mud. But anyways, no, like, this episode is specifically for, like, the slap heard around the world. Yep. But, like, I, I do not fault. Will Smith for anything. Okay. Like I guess so. Final word, and then we'll. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, go ahead. Ooh, I like this. Yep. <laughs> so, All right, y'all. when that music comes on, that means we're closing the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what that means. But All no, right. go, but go ahead. Um, to, to break down and close the episode out, like, I, I don't disagree with anything that Will did. Okay. Like, everything he decided to do was what he wanted to do in that situation. I don't regardless ever. of whether he went back and apologized or not. Yeah, that's what happened. All right. So I'm definitely going to agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. I don't you know, disagree with anything that Will decided to do because he is a, his own man. He's a grown ass man. He's a grown ass man. Grown ass man with a million dollars. His own willpower and his own thought process. And so when it comes to standing up for his wife or his children or anybody that he cares about, I'm really here for a man that is definitely going to stand up and either say something or do something. So, you know, when it comes down to it, yeah, other things could have been done. But at the end of the day, that's the route he chose. And that's the route that he's going to have to live with. And who are we to judge? Uh, I like that idea, too. I'm not talking about Will and Jada. 
I'm speaking on real life situation about spousal issues. I like that idea. I might yeah. actually do that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um hey, what's up, Chandra? Congratulations, uh hey, Chandra. Miss EWEWU. <laughs> yeah. Um But no, like I I I don't disagree with anything you did. Yeah. So um you got any shout outs? Nah. She lying. Not this one. Not she, this one. She lying. She gonna I'm do some shout outs. Shout out, out uh, my baby JB. Hey. Who's JB? That's my son. Oh, okay. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I was about to say. Oh. That's my baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you don't got no other shout outs? Like, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, thank you, God, for bringing <laughs> me here today and giving me the strength to have this conversation. And yeah. The, yeah. Get out of here. You're not going to shout out your husband? I fuck his ass. No, I'm playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> hey, babe. I'm mad at you, but yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm not a homewrecker. I just want that to be known. I am not a homewrecker. I did Yo, not know this crazy. was going on. <laughs> I, I just thought she was coming over to do the podcast. Oh, my God. And, I'm playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had nothing to do with that. Will and Jada, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Will and Jada. Um, <laughs> I got a couple shout-outs. You know what I'm saying? Like, All right, go ahead. Shout-out to, you know, Camo the Protégé for this beautiful beat that we're listening to on the yes. outro. Um, I I think family and friends. Um. I like to thank the haters. I always thank my haters. I don't know if I have a lot of haters, but I like to thank my haters just in case I have haters that I don't know about because the hate that you guys are giving me, hate, 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 is causing me to continue going and growing and wanting to put on more shows. Hey. So, like, knowing that is just, like, it makes me want to get better and better and better at my craft and everything that I do with my podcast. makes me want to do it more. It makes me want to, like... You know, just buy up a whole bunch of equipment to, like, be able to, like, produce better shows. You know what? I want to shout out you. Let me shout out you, Come the on, man of the, that. what, hour and a don't half, the hour, hour don't two do hours. Don't I don't do know how long. Let me it's shout out you. It's been an hour and 13 minutes and 14 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a great conversation, and I'm really excited to see what else you produce with your podcast. But these right. topics that you come up with are definitely enlightening, inspiring, and um, informative. So I'm excited to be a part of this, and hopefully y'all see me again. Obviously, Well, they just, about to see you again I was like, he just bit. said that I'll be like, here again. It's too bad we ain't got a, a wardrobe here for you to change. <laughs> so I can change up right quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, shout out I to mean, you. I mean, I got a hoodie upstairs. You want to buy yeah, a hoodie Yeah, look, give me a hoodie so yeah, you I'm look like it's a whole the, other day. I'm, I'm going to turn down the heat so you don't be sweating up <laughs> on the camera real. or whatever. But yeah. But hey, he actually cared about my anemia, y'all. Yeah. Like, find you a man who cares about your anemia. First of all, don't come... Don't do that. We, we we friends. I don't want I don't want Shafine to come looking for you. Like dog, I didn't I, I didn't do nothing. I just Oh my god. We we like six feet apart right now. Yeah. Like, like, we on video on top of that. Like, Get yeah, out of here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Friends, find you a friend yeah. that cares about you. Your and, I, and I hope my friend finds me a woman to love. I am. Find me somebody. Look, we got one, and we're going to be working on some more to oh, see what, who he really, like, oh, gravitates to. But we got some options for him cooking. Hey. You know what? That might need to even actually be a whole podcast episode. Yes. Like a blind podcast episode? Like a blind date podcast episode. I'm here for it. To like where Jada it's said. Like, <laughs> 
I'm I here can't. for it. I'm here for it. Yes, that should be one of the. Oh my god, y'all just like, stay tuned. Then I'll, stay I'll give tuned. you, I'll give you the structure and how I do my outlines. Yeah, and I'll just allow you to like write up an episode, and I'll show you how to use my equipment, so that way you can be the host of the show. Oh, I'm I'm so very excited. Yeah. And I'm, I'm dead serious about that too. Blind date. I'm gonna be like sneaking some videos and all this extra. So you're gonna stuff. do the behind the scenes with the video camera for real? And then after the hey. podcast is done, we're gonna you know link all that stuff together and then show everybody like what this whole experience was for the both of y'all. I'm here for it. But it's definitely like what dating in Seattle, whatever you want to call it. That's like another segment. Segments that you're in a new, you know, you you coming back to the city, bike to the city, new experiences. Uh, yeah. oh, speaking of experiences, yes. If you know anybody who you think needs to be shouted out, or like um a promotion, send me the info, and then I'll 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 do a free promotion for them on my show. Oh, I got a because I, I do I do I do promotions on my show. For all right, and that's no for lie. all you entrepreneurs too. Like you start a new business and you want to get your business out there and out to a whole bunch of other people to at least understand who you are and what it yeah. is that you do. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm I'm serious about that. Like, I legit like reach out to people and and if they want to like um, promote their business, like I don't I don't have a lot of people listening to my show right now, but in the future I will, and. Like all it is about is about growth. You got a platform, and we're gonna build on that. Right. So speaking of promotions, here's one for you. Mm. Binaural <laughs> beats is and black voices combined to quiet your mind and relax you into your best night's sleep. Settle down and immerse yourself in original and classic stories with a melanated twist. In no time, you'll be sleeping in melanated peace girl good night new episodes come out on sundays at 7 p.m central time on all the major platforms and youtube we're on instagram at girl underscore good night and facebook girl good night llc you can also provide this link where everything is consolidated and that link is https colon backslash backslash drum d-r-u-m dot io backslash girl good night that's a free promo right that's so it. if you need another promo hit me up sign my dms do what you need to do and i got you free of charge like don't send me no money just share unlike my, my podcast you know right. share with your people so your people can be my people and we can all be people, people exactly hey. that's how you build but yeah tune in a little bit we're going to go live on Instagram, and we're going to do another episode of the PMS Podcast. Hey. It's been hey, nice. Hey, hey. I've been here with the hey, beautiful, hey, the lovely, hey. the talented, hey. the uber, <laughs> the uber, gorgeous goddess. I can't. Bowie. Thank you so much for having me. And everyone, this was lovely. You wanna, Stay tuned. You, you want to plug your social media? really all not, right you know I'm, I'm just, gonna do that just tune in occasionally i'll be popping up here and there on this wonderful podcast but bro you know, for real like if you're yeah. not in tune with her she does events she's a model she's oh. in tune with the city Let like me, her husband is a photog like 
I might need him to come do my lights for my studio. Like, Shout out to Joppy Culture Magazine. He also owns a magazine that's up and coming in the Seattle area. So now she wants to do the plugs. Look, I'm just going to say this one thing. Like, my biggest thing is that uh, when y'all hear me speak, my biggest thing is about speaking about women empowerment, how we can overcome our mental barriers, our physical barriers, our spiritual barriers. And so I actually help women through that whole process. And so when you see that I'm, um, I'm, I'm showing myself here, that's majority of what I'll be talking about is how we can like get to a space, how we can get to a space and um, make sure that we are living in our best light. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Last note, like for real, like this has been a pleasure. I I honestly didn't hear her voice until this morning. <laughs> like, and one of the first things I said to her is like, "Oh my gosh, you have a voice for radio." She's like, "He's crazy, y'all. He's crazy." And then she put on the headphones and she's like, "Oh, I can hear it now. I can hear it now." Mm-hmm. And she's over here trying to like seduce the microphone, girl. I'm gonna have to wipe that <laughs> microphone off with some hand sanitizer. Stop playing with me. You got me over here snoring. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can follow me on on Instagram, WavyWill2386. Mm. Uh, that's also my Twitter handle, WavyWill2386. And that's spelled W A V Y W I L L 2386. And um, I am definitely your girl, Goddess Boheem, or also known as Ambitious underscore Goddess Jade. So hit me up if that's you're. a bunch of underscores. Look. It's only one. <laughs> Damn it. It's ambitious goddess. Or excuse me. See, got me messing up my own name. <laughs> ambitious underscore goddess Jade. I know my la- my names are a little long, but you know, holla at me. That's Follow me. Let's connect. Twisting. Oh my gosh. But yeah. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to doing some events coming up soon. So like I'm gonna do a, a little uh, a little plug here. Hey. I I wrote a book at the end of December. And it's called Passages from a Put-Together Broken Heart. Um, It's available on Amazon for purchase. That's the only place you can find it is on Amazon. Um, I will be doing an event coming up sometime soon. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. I'm going to be doing a book release and a book signing. And a meet the author, author, not offer, (laughs) meet the author type of deal where I will bring a couple books and I'm going to sell them, hopefully those who want them and then i'll sign them so i'm still planning it so be on the lookout for that. i'm gonna plan it what? and it's gonna be amazing so yeah y'all stay tuned for the day making me his book launch and his amazing autograph signing situation i don't even know what to call it but we're gonna come up with something unique for it Thanks. but Yes, I'm really excited. He just I'm excited. I didn't know he that just found out today that wow. I'm going to be doing this for wow. him. So that's amazing. I go. appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we about to wrap this up, and then we're gonna get on IG, and we're gonna do another episode. Hey, so y'all tune in. Hey. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Like doing podcasts like this is it's intoxicating. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Now I, I see why you fell in love. We're still on live. Hi, everybody. There's only one person on there, I think. Oh, dang. What's up, y'all? I guess I need to stop this. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, I mean. It's really intoxicating. It's kind of annoying hearing myself talk, but at the same time, it's nice, which is weird. But, but yeah, this is this is why I love doing podcasts. It's fun. So wh- what was the other topic that you wanted to talk about? Finish our conversation from this morning. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. That shit. That was. Eh. Ow. Yeah. Like, mm. I don't even know what to say right now, but. Uh, this is like 